Dispatch, this is Mindy and E-Flo. Well, boy, it's getting cold out there, and I can't imagine surviving winter without a heater. Now, if your heater's making funny noises, just needs a once-over, or your home isn't as warm as it used to be, you better call M.E. Flow. My team is on time, total pros, and can take care of any type of heater repair. Visit meflow.com to get your home's heater in tip-top shape. M.E. Flow, license 271-001-2450. Well, I gotta get back to it. Dispatch, this is Mindy, go ahead. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, it's Wednesday. It's Hump Day Headlines. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Cold War Radio tonight. The voicemail for our podcast listeners is 412-567-1460. If you'd like to leave us a message, 
that we can then play on the next episode. You can also go to SteelCityResistance.com and become a Cold War Radio patron. Help us pay the bills a little bit. I thank everybody that already does that. Uh, If you'd like to write to the show, please write to SCRTV at Live.com. You can also write to Cold War Radio, P.O. Box, 10433370, Castle Shannon Boulevard, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, 15234. It is Wednesday, and that means it's time to get some help. Good evening, Hutch and my fellow bacon-loving Trumpsters. Come to you live in a living color from the Whiskey Tango Foxtrot Studio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The doctor is in. All right, here we go. Uh, Dr. Ward Miller, hello. Welcome to the show. Uh, how's everything going on your end, sir? Outstanding. I mean, we've been, we've gotten kicked around a little bit since Monday, but, uh, you know, we got to be positive and we got to, we got some work to do. And, uh, I, I think we'll be all right. I think so too. We're gonna, it's going to require a course correction and, uh, you know, identifying some different things that we're going to need to do, including the mail <laughs> and early voting and, and whatnot. But there's some good signs out there as well that, that we'll be talking about this evening. I, I want to talk about something first right off the bat because it was a little traumatic. Uh, there's a, uh, farewell tour occurring uh, for the McRib. And I'm thinking, is this really the end of the McRib, you know, on the on nah. the 20th of November? And, you know, I, I looked into it a little bit, and I, th- I think this is just a little marketing. Absolutely. Uh, I, I really do, man. I mean, it's like, you, why would you? But then again, then again, you know, you hear these people wanting to transition us to eat bugs and whatnot. You look at Mopar, you look at Chrysler, and they're discontinuing the Charger and the Challenger. And I'd like to look in the books. But other than the Ram Series pickup trucks, I can't imagine anybody, I can't imagine them selling any more cars than those two. I mean, that, no. that's a popular vehicles. And and they're going to discontinue them. So, so you never know with these things. But, yeah, you know, it could be. I, I hope they keep it. Because I don't want, I'm glad it's not on the menu all the time. I like exactly the way they do it now where I can eat like one a year or one every couple years. You know, they start putting these farewell yeah. tours on. I had to get two this week, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it worked with me. I'm just a dumb consumer, you know? Uh, but well, no, I, I, well, I, I mean, just, that's their thing. A little lightness. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but that's the thing. I mean, it, it's like uh, all these bands that have had, how many farewell tours has the Rolling Stones had? I didn't even know, you know John I mean, was still it, alive, man. I mean, he came to Pittsburgh the other week and, and yeah, killed, killed him. Yeah, and he's on his farewell tour. I, I seen him the last time he was here. He put on he puts on a great show. I mean, he played for for uh, three hours without wow. an opening act, and he never left the stage. He, he, phenomenal performer, phenomenal show. Got to be seventy. Oh, absolutely. At least, I mean, he was an adult he's, when I was a kid. You know, but anyway, yeah. so. There's a, ladies and gentlemen, if you could help me a little, help us out a little bit here. Uh, we have no problem in the comment area. Uh, we, we, uh, there's three things other than uh, live listeners and podcast downloads. There's three things that, that run a platform like Spreaker that we're on, and, and the other ones, uh, incidentally, uh, the podcasts are on. Um, please 
like I said, we have, it's comments, likes, and shares. If you could, if you could please hit that little heart button up there, hit the hit the like button, and maybe share the show from Spreaker from the Spreaker site. And then your comments, you're already doing the comments. We get about 500 a show, and that's good. And I thank you for that. And I know it's not, it's just what we do. And we've been doing it for a long time. But if you could take that that extra time out, that helps us as well uh, with the different algorithms and the rankings of podcast shows and whatnot. So I'd really appreciate that. It's free. If you could do that, I, I thank you. Uh, and if you're listening on the podcast, you know, give us a five-star rating or a thumbs up or leave a comment uh, or, or whatever, and, and we'd certainly, certainly appreciate that. Uh, I've gotten bad comments in the past, not so much on this show, but on Park's Eye View I did on, on iPhone or uh, Apple. But uh, anyway, it's all right. So uh, I've, I've been going through, and, and you're noticing, uh, Ward, you're starting to notice, uh, the. Uh, I think what it is is the effect of money. Now, and maybe fame, which is synonymous sometimes. But I've been doing this for a long time on the political side, too. I mean, I've been doing it since 2010 on the political side. And, and early uh, in that time period, uh, I was a big part of, of Wayne Dupree's show. And, and when I say that, I mean we traveled a lot of places over the country. And I saw people like James O'Keefe uh, and, you know, a whole lot of different people that you see uh in new media that are, they, they were, they were rookies just like me, just like Wayne and I, and they're famous now. And some of them weren't even there. The Charlie Kirks, he wasn't even out of high school yet, but, uh, you know, Candace Owens inter- interviewed her three or four times. I mean, I saw a lot of these people out there. Uh, what's the, what's the, uh, secret service guy's name? I can't remember his name. Uh, he has a radio show. Secret service. Yeah. Oh, uh, Bongino. Dan, Dan Bongino. Bongino. Yeah, I saw him when he was a rookie. I mean, a lot of these guys, Sheriff Clark, and you know, and, and the Boyles and the and the Pollocks, Jeff Pollock, uh, the the Bensons, and and everybody. And, and um, you notice they were uh, there was a big rift uh, between among conservative new media people uh, between Ted Cruz and Donald Trump. And then that went away, and then everybody migrated to Donald Trump, and now it's happening again. And uh, except this time, it's a little bit more serious because this time you have the Murdochs, which is the New York Post and the uh, News Corp and Fox News, and they're basically doing a Russian Pravda uh, blackout of Donald Trump. Not sure how long that's going to last, but I've been going. I say all that to say this. I've got two major bookmark threads of media that I use. And I went through there and started purging it out today because I'm looking at this, and the way I look at it, you know, that there's different levels of loyalty. <laughs> but when I, see, when I see people that were made by this movement coming out and, and putting the, I'll tell you, I, I got rid of townhall.com, and I'm a paid subscriber to that. You know, and I, and I deleted it out of there. I'm not going back there anymore. And, and I did it uh, to uh, a, a place that I've been reading since before the Internet, the American Spectator. It got tossed today. I mean, you look at these things, and, and I'll tell you who's next. Breitbart's next. 
Breitbart's next. Well, you, you throw one more poll out there that tell me that, that you're trying to tell your readers that Trump is done and he's over, and, and it's just it's irresponsible. It's totally Again, irresponsible. The Again, math's, the math's not there. Right. I mean, okay, Trump's done. He had he had his picks, and nine of them failed out of what did he do? Almost two hundred. Nine failed out of almost two hundred, and and two of the nine that all, that failed were cheated. We we both know deep in our hearts that both Mastriano and well Fetterman definitely cheated. Yeah. I, I'm I'm I'll guarantee you that that Mastriano got cheated too. I mean, whether or not the cheating was enough for him to win or whatever. I'm not going to, whatever. I'm not going to say anything one way or another. My point is his, his record's pretty rock solid. And to say, and I, I saw Paul Ryan over the weekend coming out and said, Donald Trump's nothing but a drag on the Republican party. Oh, then you're not a Republican. You don't have any idea what's going on. And, and I, I want to, I don't want to leave everybody hanging. My, my whole point was not about the, it, it was about new media and something happened. And I don't know. I don't know if they had an organized meeting. I did see some pictures. Uh, but all of a sudden, you see some of these people, and now they've got uh, national uh, syndicated radio shows. Officer Tatum, seriously? But anyway, he does. And, and, and it seems like they're all moving in the same direction. And all I'm saying is pick your own people that entertain you. That's, that's what you should do. But just be careful. Use your head a little bit with, with the messaging because we're at the point right now, we're damn near a communist country when it comes to information. Damn near. You know, I mean, you, you look at some of the things that are going on. Um, well, absolutely. DHS and Twitter consider- immediately started flagging anything that said what we knew was true, that ballots selected these people, not votes. And the Department of Homeland Security and Twitter and Facebook and Google all started censoring stuff. Absolutely. You know, they had a portal that they could put in words and say, okay, what are we censoring this week? Okay, this week it's going to be COVID. Anything that's COVID, it, you know, that says that the vaccines are bad is going to be flagged as false. They had a portal that, that they could actually just type stuff in that would go and automatically put the filters in on Facebook. <laughs> they didn't even have to interact with anybody. Right. And, and, and it's just and they it's, can just we, determine we, what we're gonna what we're gonna filter this week. Oh, Trump! You know Trump's bad. Trump's a good guy. Well, we're gonna filter the crap out of that. So I, I guess what I, the the reason that I said that is because when we all started doing this, we all did it for nothing, and some of us are doing it for damn near nothing still. But some of these people are making money, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't have any problem with that. But when I hear somebody say somebody who supposedly has this massive law enforcement background and says that he's absolutely sure Putin blew up his own gas line. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> you know, you got to be, you know, yeah, come on. again, the math's not there. I mean, just look at everything like a simple math equation. And one plus one has to equal two. If I mean, and that's the tenant that this show was built on. Yeah. That, and we're going to call a pig a pig. And so right. when we say, Hey, you know, uh, Mitch McConnell is, is a is a terrible rhino and et cetera, et cetera. I don't care that he's a Republican. I care the fact that he's stabbing him, the American people in the back. Yeah, that's he, what I care about. He's lying to him. And I don't care what, what number he I don't. 
I don't care what letter he has after his name, R, D, I, whatever. Take a pig. He, he's terrible for the American people, and I'm going to continue to say that. Right. And, and finally, uh, I, I want to say, I think I covered everything with that. Just just use your head and choose wisely uh, so you don't get you don't get gaslit, man, and don't get fooled. Because there's a lot of a lot of BS is going to get ready to happen. Um, and, and the other thing too is there's a lot of people that, myself included, that are concerned about the youth vote. And and, and I just have some. I don't want to call it good news because it's not good news, but they're about ready to get a reality check. The youth of America are they not did. that. They're not that um, resourceful. Let's put it like that. I don't think it's their fault. But I think they've been trained in a certain way that they pretty much can't do shit. If you look at them and talk to them, I'm talking about my own kids. Now, they're better now because they're getting older. But when they were younger, I mean, it's... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's like nobody prepared them. And and what's going to happen? Like, you're, you're out here right now. And I saw an article that said Thanksgiving dinner is going to be 20% more this year. Well, Okay. So that's 20% more. That's 20 cents on a dollar more. It's not disastrous. But guess what, man? The next two years, there's going to be some disaster out there. In the next two years, the layoffs have already begun. The contractions at the businesses have already started. The fuel, or not the fuel, the railroad strike is looming. It's, it's in the first week of December. Three out of the 12 unions have already said no. All 12 have to say yes to avoid a railroad strike. I've talked to you about the diesel fuel, the distillate manufacturing uh, absence in this country, the making of the diesel fuel from oil, the making of kerosene. It's all at a damn near standstill. There are so many shipping containers. I mean, shipping the boats that carry the containers, cargo ships in the ports because People aren't accepting order. I mean, there, there's, it's a disaster getting ready to happen. And my point is, is in 2022 for the elections, you didn't have enough pain for inflation to matter to everybody. In other words, nobody missed a meal. It's not going to be the same in 2024. And well, it's, it's, not, that, it's not good the, news, but it's, it's, change, it's transitional news. Go ahead. Well, I, I think that, Part of it is you're going to have a lot of people waking up, especially these these uh, useful idiots that voted 
for the Democrats because Joe Biden was going to pay their student loans off. <laughs> and lo and behold, what happens the week after the elections get finalized? Hey, that's kind of unconstitutional. Huh? And, and the Biden administration is not going to per- per- pursue this any further. Huh? <laughs> I, oh boy. I, I'll be damned. I know. <laughs> and these are our best and our brightest, man. These people went to Harvard. Uh, 13th yeah. Amendment, ladies and gentlemen, Section 1. Neither slavery nor involuntary involuntary servitude, except as punishment for crime, whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, that's prison labor, shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. Uh, Congress shall have the power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. There you go. We'll keep it simple uh, this week. Section 1 and Section 2 of the 13th Amendment. Uh, I think that's a, you know, it, it's, remember the, the 12th Amendment that we talked about last week. You know, it was so neat because I was in a conversation and it was like, well, it could be Trump DeSantis. And I was like, well, the only way it can be Trump DeSantis is if Florida doesn't give any electoral votes to him because of what we talked about last week he would have to actually change his residence back to New York for them to be able to collect the electors because they're both from Florida. So I, I, I didn't know that before. Uh, that, that, that was a good thing to know, though. Yeah, uh, I kind of like chimed in like I knew what I was talking about. It's cool. Uh, well, I think that the other thing, too, is, I, you know, everybody thinks that this is going to be a feud between Trump and DeSantis, and I don't think so. I don't either. I, I think that that's... That's Trump's negotiation style. He shoots, a, he, he fires a, a, a shot across the bow. That, hey, you know what? I, I am willing to get dirty with this. Oh, he'll I mean, do it. He did uh, it. He will. I, I mean, he'll he'll do it without and won't hesitate. But at I'll the help. same time, I mean, <laughs> but he used that. I mean, but think about this. He used that same tactic not only when he when he debated against Republicans, but he used that same tactic when he negotiated with Kim Jong Un. He called him Rocket Man for four months. Yep. And then he's the only United States president to ever set foot in North Korea. So, you know, he, w- he was the one that was going to lead us down to World War III. And he had more peace treaties signed than anybody in history. And he, if anybody deserved the Nobel Peace Prize, it should have been Trump. But they gave it to, to Obama. For, and I still haven't figured out why. <laughs> and you know they gave it to him. I remember that when that was going on. Uh, and and that was somebody, right after he got elected. Somebody, and it's like, what the hell could he have done? Somebody was explaining the procedure, and it actually started before he was elected because it takes so many months for them to. He was laying out the procedure, the timeline, and it was like, no way, man! He didn't do anything at that time. It was all a setup, mm-hmm. like Pittsburgh. They named schools after him and everything else. Don't know yeah, anything was, about him. He was a junior senator. And, and I'll, I'm sure that the Obama Academy in Pittsburgh is going to be really happy when he goes to prison. Uh, <laughs> maybe they'll they'll change they'll change the name of it to Inmate Four Five Six Nine Five. You know, it's they like, should whatever. Uh, but the uh, the overwhelming news of the day. Words. I don't want to be Joe. It's two words. American dream. That was not good. What he did. There are a lot of bad things like going to Idaho and saying. Welcome to the state of Florida. I really love it. 
In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we were all Quite waiting for it. The worst kept secret ever. I know. You know. I know. That was a that was a good speech, though. It was it was like this is the difference between a formal crowd at your house with ten billionaires in the audience and a rally. They're two different things. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. it, it was it was wonderful to watch. And, and I'll tell you, one of the one of the things that caught my eye. I was looking at some because I didn't see it. As it happened, but I saw some video clips today of Baron Trump. Man, Baron Trump is a giant. He is giant. Yeah, he's over seven I mean, feet it, tall. I don't know how tall he is, but in the room, he towered over everybody. You could see him because he was above the rest of the crowd. He was, he was, oh, yeah. he was ten inches bigger than his dad. Now, think about this. That happened while he was in the White House. Well, while they were in the White House. I mean, because they really didn't show Barron that much. But I'd seen a picture of him. Uh, it was right, be- right before Trump left the White House. And the three of them were walking together, Melania, Barron, and <laughs> and President Trump. And he was just so much taller than everybody. I was like, wow. I know. I mean, he, he has, to, and, and Trump's no little drink of water. 6'3", six, three, like man. Six, three, six, he's 6'3", six, but yeah. Barron's seven. He got to be seven. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's Wilt Chamberlain big, man. He is. He yeah, really he's, is. He's, he's a real giant. Tall. I mean, he weighs 65 pounds, but. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I bet you he's more than 200. He's not no, skinny. He, he, I, I, I was kidding. I, it was a joke. Okay, but you know the kid. The kid yeah. speaks Slovenian. I mean, he, he's oh, he just, speaks like four languages. I, I saw. Yeah. I, I saw a meme, a picture of. Uh, it said, "Some parents, a lot of parents, raise their kids. Some train their kids." And it showed a picture of Baron Trump. This is when he was smaller, sitting at a table with a chessboard, with his dad sitting next to him, pointing at at the pieces. And I'm like, man, this dude's gonna be. He's going to be amazing. Whatever he does, he's going to be good at it. You well, know? add to that the fact that that mom speaks five languages, right, right, and it, and is getting him to speak. And, and that was one of the things coming out the gate that uh, Rico saying he's six seven in the chat. Right? Uh, I'll tell you so, what, you look at that film. He looks taller than six inches more than his dad. I know his dad's six three, but I mean, I'm not doubting you. I'm just saying it looked like he was. It looked like his shoulders were over his dad's head. The video I saw, and it could be different. I mean, videos are, awesome. it is, and he looks like a gangster going through the crowd. He looks like a freaking Secret Service guy going through. I mean, oh, yeah, he, well, he always did. He kid. had that, always had that. You, that was one of the things I always noticed about him, though. You never seen him smiling. He always, he always looks serious, and and I noticed that about him. Now the the other, you know, uh, Don Jr. and and Eric Trump, they, they were always smiling and look happy and whatnot. But Barron always looks very serious. He does. He, he has something on his mind. <laughs> and thank, thank you, Sigmund. Appreciate that. Uh, All-American division uh, representing in the, in the chat room. Uh, thank you, and we will look for that. Uh, all right, so here we have it. You got Mitch McConnell is reelected as the Senate GOP leader. Uh, that would be the uh, minority leader because he lost the Senate for us. Uh, 
10 defectors broke for Rich Scott, which is a big deal. I mean, that's, I don't know what it's going to mean, but it would, it would be emboldening if I was one of those 10. You know, and here's the, the break. There's Go probably ahead. 10 people that's going to be punished. Probably. Because probably. Mitch is going to punish him. Oh, yeah, he will. Because he, he, he's that, that type of person. Well, or he'll listen. give them real, you know, they'll, they'll end up with real crappy, uh, you know. Yeah, committee assignment. Yeah. The, uh, listen, listen to the, the toxic leadership team uh, will now be Senator John Thune. South Dakota as minority whip. John Barrasso, John Barrasso, who we are going to primary out of Wyoming as the conference chair. Joni Ernst, another piece of work from Iowa as Senate Republican Policy Committee chair. Steve Daines, who I've never heard of, uh, as NRSC chair. And Shelley Moore Capito from West Virginia as conference vice chair. This is the enemy, folks. These are the people that hate you. They hate MAGA. They want their corporate uh, benefits back. Uh, this is who they are. And it's a crying shame. It, it, it's just, uh, it's despicable uh, that they, they, they didn't even see, that they can't even feel the contempt that we have for these people. These people are holding us back. And when I say us, I mean MAGA. They are not well, MAGA. They're amnesty-loving, Club for Growth, Koch Brothers, United States Chamber of Commerce, thieves is what they are. Well, here's the thing, Hutch. They don't care. That's the problem. Because all they care about is what gets put in front of them. So when what happens, I mean, it's, very, it's exactly like the Katie Hobbs thing. They were so brazen that they go and do what they want and dare you. What are you going to do? Do something about it. I mean, that's basically what Katie Hobbs said. I'm the one that's going to certify the election. It's a good election. Do you think that's going to burn them? You think that's going to burn them? Because I feel the exact same way as you do. I'm pissed that they're doing that. And I think I'm, I'm going to play a clip in a little bit. Well, they did the same thing with they did the exact same thing with Fetterman. Oh, they did much worse. Well, in he won in, in he, Pennsylvania. Well, it's it, in the General Assembly. They just just decided that they are going to vote, or they are going to count votes, count ballots that got harvested out of nursing homes. I mean, and that you're allowed to harvest a hundred ballots at a time. Well, I'm telling you what, we better start having a harvest ballot 101 class for every Republican. This is this is outrageous, completely outrageous. Uh, let, let me let me correct uh, something. I can't remember if it was John or Justin Time uh, that said that the House leadership election was not today; it was in January. And you are correct. And, and I kind of misunderstood it a little bit. The nominations occurred, not the election. The nominations occurred. Uh, and and the best part about that uh, is that 31, the House has, the Republicans only have a couple seat majority in the House, which means they have to get 218 votes. No, 
they have to get a majority of votes. It depends how many people are sitting in, in the room. They have to get a majority to elect a house spe- a speaker of the house. Thirty one people already said, "Screw you, McCarthy," and they're making it out like McCarthy is the new speaker. He's not. He can't win with those numbers, and they they are allowed to vote as many times as they want to vote until they get a majority, which means it'll be different people. They'll ditch McCarthy after a couple of rounds, and they'll put somebody else in. I don't know if there's anybody in there that can get a majority, uh, but it's not going to be McCarthy, at least not right away. Now, he'll try, he's already started trying to bribe these people with committee oh, seats and things because, like that. It's what they do. Yeah, cause, exactly, because then he sees who's going to run against them and then what kind of deals he can make with them so that they just step on. Right. That's exactly right. Listen, here's, I mean, that, a, here's Matt Gates kind of explaining it a little bit. So I think there were strategic decisions that were wrong. I think those strategic decisions illuminate a lack of trust. And whatever Kevin has promised Marjorie Taylor Greene, I guarantee you this. At the first opportunity, he will zap her faster than you could say Jewish space laser. And I wish that wasn't the case, but it is the conduct and it is the pattern and practice of Kevin McCarthy over years that, that showcase this. I love his resolve. I mean, he was talking about Marjorie yeah. Taylor Greene, who was afraid. Well, I mean, that's what they say. If it was just a bribe, then that's one thing. But what, what they said was, what I heard her say was that she was afraid that the Democrats were going to put Liz Cheney in and that if they slighted people like McCarthy, he would vote for that, for her, or they would. And I don't think that's true. I don't think it would happen, but it could. Uh, but I love Matt Gates's resolve, man. He said, there's no way... I wouldn't vote for him today. I won't vote for him next week, and I won't vote for him in January. You know, because he's the wrong guy. He's absolutely, absolutely the wrong guy. You know. It- hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, you know, the, the, the thing is, these people at that level are able to hide things. Because if you remember, when Paul Ryan became the uh was the nominee was the vice presidential nominee with Romney. Yeah. We were like, oh this is gonna be great. Yeah. And then he doesn't get it. Oh well they made him the speaker of the house. This is gonna be awesome. Paul Ryan, he's all about the budget and he's gonna get the budget together and what do you mean there's not gonna be a budget? It's a continuing resolution. There's no budget. What? Everything that we were told about that guy just completely went away. 
And, yeah. and then he just stepped on and, well, I'm done. And it kind of right, like right before, uh, right before he, God he did. Right before he put Liz Cheney in leadership. Yeah. Yeah. He did that first. And then he got out, you know. But, uh, yeah. Elon's causing some pain over there. Well, I'll tell you what. Woe to the tech tycoon who thinks there's no such thing as a free lunch. Twitter CEO Elon Musk has come under fire this week for ending his newly acquired company's regime of free meals, with some critics going so far as to accuse him of starving his staff. Since completing his acquisition of Twitter on October 27th, Musk has sought to make the struggling company leaner, more cost-effective, and more efficient. In addition to slashing at least half of the company's workforce and requiring media personalities to pay a monthly subscription fee for verification, the world's richest man has clamped down on exorbitant meal costs. The New York Times reported on November 11th that Musk plans to make employees, who according to Zipia, earn a starting salary of $106,000, pay for their own lunches. Meals had previously been subsidized by the company. In a now-deleted tweet, Andrew Wortman a gay AF Senator Raphael Warnock uh, supporter, wrote, he fired three-quarters of the employees. Now he's planning to starve the rest of them. I mean, seriously, man, I read in this report, Ward, that the meals were 400 bucks. I've never eaten anything that cost that much in my life. Well, I mean, the thing is, if you make $100,000 a year, you can afford to pay for your own lunch. Exactly. Or, Or... you know what? Here, here's an idea. When, when I couldn't afford to buy lunch, I packed a lunch. I put I put me a little sandwich in a bag, and, and I carried it with me to work, and I ate it at my desk. There you go. And, and you could do that, and it doesn't cost you four hundred dollars. Hey, I, I told you when I was so, growing up. When I was growing up, man, I I had access to season tickets for the Pirates, right? But my family didn't have any money. It was a friend that had lifetime a lifetime season ticket. It had eight eight seats for every game through River Stadium. Man, I had to go to the huh. baseball game with a bologna sandwich. Oh, yeah. You know, my mom gave me $1. And even in the 70s, everything was like, you couldn't buy two things with $1. It was either fries or a Coke, no, you're getting a Coke. or a hot dog. One, yeah, one you're going to get a Coke to eat your bologna sandwich with. That's it, man. That's <laughs> it. And that was the old days. We ate it with ketchup on it. You could see the ketchup coming through the bread and whatnot. Oh, man. Uh, that was. Oh, let me uh, let me take a minute because uh, I love stretching out a little bit. Let me welcome Fighting Back to the program. Uh, thank you, Sigmund. Uh, Fighting Back is in the chat room. Go say hi to her, ladies and gentlemen. Always love to grow the family. I hope you enjoyed the program. Uh, now, I saw this guy. Is, I forget what state. He's from one of the deep south states, Mississippi or, or whatever. But his name is Representative Clay Higgins. And he's a former sheriff and a badass sheriff that I had forgot about the guy. Uh, he had some gang problems down in his uh, district, wherever his jurisdiction was. And he called him out, man, on, on, on commercials. It's like, I will whoop your ass. I mean, it was, it's amazing. He, he's, now he's in Congress, right? I, I thought I saw it. Yeah, I now, I, now you say that. I, th- I don't remember his name. I Clay remember Higgins. seeing the cl- the. The advertisements, yeah. yeah. Now that you're saying that, I remember well, the advertisements. I don't remember him. He must have had an up a pay grade upgrade because 
the dude dresses to the nines, man. I'm watching this clip, but you can see the clip on the video three page. If you ever, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever want to watch the videos to any of the audio clips that we play on the show, uh, they're at SteelCityResistance.com and the video three page. And then the current episode is on the top. The current episode, this episode you're listening to right now, is uh, CWRK249, uh, 1,249. So you go in there and check out Clay Higgins. My man got a three-piece suit on. I mean, <laughs> he doesn't look sloppy. He looks clean, man. But he had uh, the, the Gestapo chairman, the Gestapo uh, field marshal, uh, Chris Ray, in there, and, and he, he's he's questioning him, and he's just doing a great job. I thought I'd share it with you. Does it? Does the FBI have confidential human sources? Uh, did the FBI have confidential human sources embedded within the January six protesters on January six of twenty twenty one? Well, Congressman, as I'm sure you can appreciate, I have to be very careful about what I can say about when. Even we are, now, because that's what you I, told us two years finish? ago. May I finish? Uh, about when we do and do not, and where we have and have not used confidential human sources. Uh, but to the extent that there's a suggestion, for example, that the FBI's confidential human sources or FBI employees in some way instigated or orchestrated January 6th, that's categorically false. Did you have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters inside the Capitol on January the 6th prior to the doors being opened? Again, I had to be very careful. It should be a no. Can you not tell the American people? No, we did not have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters positioned inside the Capitol. Gentlemen's time has expired. You should not read anything into my... Decision uh, not to share information. Director Ray, gentlemen's time has expired. Man, we got some real crooks in Congress, boy, and and in the and the FBI. Oh yeah, I mean it's uh. Well, and they covered for him. That's yeah. why he shut. That's it Benny down. Thompson. That's the chairman of the January Sixth Committee. Of course, you know, because they know, they know, they've seen the video. Right. They've seen the video that Nancy refuses to release because they know that if they release that video, that exonerates everybody. That puts their entire narrative in the garbage, and they know it. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna just go away. It's not, man. There, there's people you've you've heard me talk about cold anger in the past, and it's still there. It's still there. Um, the New York Times has a charming. I, I've been using Warren, not Warren. Uh, Warren Beatty's an actor, right? It's another Beatty. It's not Warren. But he, he runs the um, Revolver. The Revolver. That, yeah. The revol- uh, Revolver News. Um, that's not Ned Beatty either. No. I forget his name. It doesn't matter. The New York Times has a charming habit of reluctantly vindicating Revolver News reporting months after the fact. The latest New York Times confession is quite a whopper. It turns out that the FBI had not one... Not two, but as many as eight informants embedded within the Proud Boys organization. Jack has said, uh, mentioned this before. This comes off the heels of a recent revelation that the vice president of the Oath Keepers was also an FBI informant. 
This, of course, raises the obvious question, Benny Thompson and Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger and Raskin and the rest of you scumbags. If the feds had this many informants and visibility into forthcoming activities on January 6th, then why didn't they do anything to stop it? And I'll tell you, on the glorious day that our American political prisoners get let out of that gulag in Washington, I hope they ruin every one of these people. I do. I, I, I think there can be no amnesty for these people either. I mean, we're going through Guatemala stuff, Ward, with these people in prison. It's not even prison. Absolutely. It's jail. There's no sentence. There's no. They don't. They don't have a, a short timer's calendar, so they know when they're getting out. They're just in there. I mean, I can't imagine that. I can't imagine. I, yeah, I, I don't know. How, garbage. I don't know how you do it. I don't I, know how they're. No, I don't know how the hell they keep them in in jail for that long, without charging them. I do. And, and, and Mitch, Mitch McConnell, and a, Kevin McCarthy. That's how. And, but then here's the thing. Not a one of them has been charged with insurrection. There's Every some time that you hear anything about January 6th and they talk about President Trump, and it, it was just, hey, I've seen it. Trump announces that he's going to run for, for his third term after inciting an insurrection. Somebody has to come out to the media and say, this is what an insurrection is. Pull up a definition of what an insurrection is. Because what an insurrection is, is not what happened. An insurrection was closer to what happened when the Black Lives Matter was burning everything down in D.C. And they came into the Capitol and Nancy said that they had the right to be there because it's the people's house. That was her quote. They were blowing up federal buildings in Portland. Absolutely. And Minneapolis. That's insurrection. They were burning down things everywhere. Yes. That is what it truly what an insurrection is. And you know what? When the FBI was originally being questioned about that, the girl, and I don't even know who who this low-level person was that they sent to the to speak to Congress, but when they asked her, were there FBI agents involved in the January 6th, she said, I cannot answer that. Chris okay, Reagan. when you can't answer that, that means, yes, they were. And they asked her point blank. Is Ray Epps an FBI asset? I can't answer that. Well, when you can't answer that, that means yes. I mean, I don't care. I mean, you can play all the games you want. I can't answer that means yes, he is. Because if he wasn't, you could say no. It's like I said, it's not going to, this isn't going to go away, man. It's not. not, Let let me, let me change that. Let, Let me change that. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me never let it go away. We all have to say it can't go away. There can be no amnesty for this criminal stuff that we're living through. There can't be. If we do not take a stand, no. the country is different. It's not going to go away. It might get invaded with our gay army, but it's not going to go away. And we need to make sure that we restore it. And we, we don't have much time to do that. They already, I listened to Rush Limbaugh tell me for 10 years, that the Democrats want to get rid of elections. They're almost there, folks. They've almost done it. Donald Trump got more votes than any incumbent president in the history of the United States of America, and a mental retard got elected over him. And you don't think that was stolen? 
The guy can't even take care of his own sanitary facilities. I mean, well, it's not even that, Hutch. You can't tell me that this brain dead. I, I mean, the adjectives I can come up with it just there's no way possible. Once again, the math isn't there. There's no way that the guy that campaigned from his basement that <laughs> never came out in public beat Donald J. Trump, who shows up. And, and when he shows up, he packs his stadium. And he has standing room only and people waiting outside. They started waiting two days before he showed up. That's true. And, and, and let's you mean take to tell that, me that, that, that the guy that draws that kind of a crowd lost. And fast forward it two vegetable. years. Fast forward it two years. Katie Hobbs does the same damn thing, stays in her basement and wins in a landslide situation that, that should have been. And I have a feeling there, I'm going to talk about that next. I think they're going to litigate that. But the same thing oh, happens absolutely. in Pennsylvania. You know, the freaking, the, the, the guy that wins the governorship never debated Mastriano. He wouldn't do it, you know, and, and he was able uh, to get away with this. It's sickening. I'm, I'm not ready to do it yet, but I will here in a second. Uh, let's get on with a little bit more of this political uh, nonsense. Ivanka Trump, and they're making a big deal out of this. Ivanka Trump on dad's announcement night, I'm done with politics. All right, she didn't show up. Jared Kushner did. Uh, Don Jr. didn't show up, but uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle did. Uh, I, I heard Tiffany, not Tiffany, Ivanka's uh, statement on it, and, and she basically said, I got three kids, and they're in the time where they need their mom. I'm down in Miami. I'm out of the public sector. Remember what they did to this girl? I mean, this woman. Oh, yeah. It, I'm 61. She's it, a girl it was terrible. I know. It, it was no, I mean, it was terrible what they did to her and her family, and, you know, especially with her, her kids now are at the age where they would understand, you know, these people are attacking mommy. Right. And I, 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 I think for the mental health of her children, I, I agree with her a hundred percent, you know, it, it, she's doing it to protect and, her family. And, God and bless not, her. I, I don't, I don't hold, I, I don't begrudge that at all, man. And not only that, but let's, let's be honest. Uh, she shouldn't be in politics anyway. Nobody elected her. You know, nothing against no. her. I don't have anything against her. But it was a it was a magnet for criticism. Her and Jared yeah. Kushner. I mean, well, well, it put it put targets on their back. Yeah, and, and that that weren't necessary. I mean, you know, I, I understand where he wanted to put. People around him that he could trust. Yeah, especially and, after he started and we getting seen, stabbed in the back. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. So, you know, of course he's going to put his daughter and his son-in-law and his, you know, whoever he could put them around him just so that he had somebody that he could trust. So, I mean, the fact that she can't make it, you know, can't do it this time, I, I don't begrudge. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Sure at all. No, like I said, I, mean, I saw how they attacked her and her family. When and and, and they, you're a parent. You know, when they ran you're, the last time. You're a parent. I'm a parent. We know that that time goes so quickly. It comes and goes so quickly when you're raising kids like that. The next thing sure. you know, the next the thing le- you know, they're shaving, you know? I mean, it. Yeah, but I mean, my thing is the kids don't need to, to hear about all the, the vitriol that comes out of the Democratic Party when, you know, anything happens and. You know, it, it just it, it's completely unnecessary. It, but of course, the the Democrats take it as far to the, you know, to the worst possible place you can because they, they try to be funny, but they're not. No, and that's no. what's really, truly sad is that <laughs> most Democrats are they're miserable people. And I've said that before, that they're not happy. No. You look at, at people that you figure, hey. Rob Reiner, he's a professional comedian. He should be pretty funny. No, he's a miserable prick. Oh, he is. Just, he is. I mean, oh, yeah. And you, uh, if you want to get him fired up, you just got to say Trump. <laughs> you know, you know, send, send him a tweet on Twitter. Hey, at Meathead, Trump. That's all you got to do. <laughs> He'll lose do. his mind. I'll tell you, and, and you see these people out, the cancel culture is funny. Uh, I mean, Dave Chappelle, he's going to get a – Whatever the the awards are for comedy, I don't, I don't, I, I can't keep them straight. Grammy, Emmy, something. Uh, but but they caught him on a, he had a, a statement, and when he went for the uh, for the uh, not the interview, but the, whenever they decide uh, how they're going to set the show up, he 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 used a different open than the one that he used when it was real. Yeah, that was for Saturday Night Live. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and when they were doing rehearsals, he rehearsed with a completely different script. Right, right, right. So that so so that Lauren Michaels wouldn't be able to come in and go, "Ho, ho, you can't do that joke." That's, this is this is we, we don't think that'll be funny. I, I don't completely agree with this, but it's funny anyway. But I mean, it's just it's real. Villain. Well, no, that's but but that's the thing, you know. Whether it, it, Chappelle is being funny, right? That's the bottom line. It's funny. It doesn't matter if he's picking on the on on reds or blues or whatever. He, he's saying in truth, and and I think it's funny, you know. And, and nobody's allowed to be funny anymore. I do too, and, and I agree. You know, I agree and, and that's I, I agree. And that's you. why Chappelle had a, had a, had a cheat, you know, to 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 be able to do this monologue because they wouldn't have allowed it. Let's uh, let's share it with the audience. Uh, here's Dave Chappelle. <laughs> And I'm watching the news now. They're declaring the end of the Trump era. Now, okay, I can see how in New York you might believe this is the end of his era. I'm, I'm just being honest with you. I live in Ohio amongst the poor whites. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of you don't understand why Trump was so popular, but I, I get it because I hear it every day. He's very loved. And the reason he's loved is because people in Ohio have never seen somebody like him. He's what I call an honest liar. Well, I'm not joking right now. He's an honest liar. That first debate, that first debate, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen a white 
male billionaire screaming at the top of his lungs. This whole system is rigged, he said. <laughs> and across the stage was a white woman, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, sitting over there looking at him like, no, it's not. I said, now, wait a minute, bro. <laughs> it's what he said. And the moderator said, well, Mr. Trump, if in fact the system is rigged, as you suggest, what would be your evidence? Remember what he said, bro? He said, I know the system is rigged because I use it. <laughs> I said, God damn. <laughs> And then he pulled out an Illuminati membership card, chopped a lot of cocaine up, and came to the party. No one ever heard someone say something that true. And then Hillary Clinton tried to punch him in the taxes. She said, this man doesn't pay his taxes. He shot right back. That makes me smart. <laughs> and then he said, if you want me to pay my taxes, then change the tax code. But I know you won't, because your friends and your donors enjoy the same tax breaks that I do. And with that, my friends, a star was born. <laughs> no one had ever seen anything like that. No one had ever seen somebody come from inside of that house, outside and tell all the commoners, we are doing everything that you think we are doing. <laughs> inside of that house. They just went right back in the house and started playing the game again. <laughs> I'll bet he changed some minds with that. I'll bet he did. Oh, yeah. Well, Chappelle, I mean, the the, the beauty of him is he actually, he is, he's a great comedian because he, he talks truth. And that and was one of the things that, that Rush Limbaugh said is, is a core uh, for comedy to be good is there has to be an element of truth in it. And you listen to the, the things that he gets busted for. He got, he got, uh, nailed for doing his transgender thing. And he said, you know, if uh, LeBron James became transgender, then he'd have to join the WNBA and he'd score 840 points a night. <laughs> so, so would that be right? And everybody lost their mind. But it's Oh, the man, the employees, the, the woke employees, they just melted. All the gay oh, employees yeah, they, at Netflix. Yeah. I what well, what well, yeah well there was there was one that said well that works for Saturday and I well he's a writer though yeah. I can't work with Dave Chappelle because he's he's against transgender Bye. you know and that's the only reason he did it was so he could get his name in the paper sure hey th this guy that this guy that nobody's ever heard of is going to sit this one out because he's pissed at Dave Chappelle Dave Chappelle is a funny dude I don't think you're near as funny as Dave Chappelle so yeah take the seat. Ladies and gentlemen, no, we're going to tell Dave Chappelle he can't come. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, if you have a second, please reach up and hit the heart button uh, for uh, the show. Hit the like button. I appreciate that. It helps the algorithms get us where we should be. I'm going to go to story one, Ward. Uh, this is a pretty serious thing, and, and it's uh, totally doable. Totally doable. All we need is a little bit of courage on the judiciary uh, and some people to do this. So if you're from Arizona... This is very important. If you could please spread this word in Arizona. Arizona's election must be redone. Here are at least three provable constitutional violations that render the results uncertifiable. This is by Josh Bernstein. If the Republican Party of Arizona and or the campaigns for Republican Governor, Attorney General, or Secretary of State 
the Senate candidate conceded, decide to contest the results of this midterm election, their arguments should be based solely on constitutionally sound arguments that will prove multiple violations, damages, and disenfranchisements of Maricopa County voters where, where the outcome was determinative. Outcome determinative means that the violations were so severe that they determined the outcome of an election. Article 2, Section 21 of the Arizona Constitution states, All elections shall be free and equal, and no power, civil or military, shall at any time interfere to prevent the free exercise of the right of suffrage. It is a fact that over 70 voting locations in Maricopa County had issues with ballot tabulator machines not being able to read voter ballots. In addition, there were also reports of printers having configuration issues and even ink settings being improperly set, rendering ballots unreadable. All of these issues, whether purposeful or not, violate Article 2, Section 21's first sentence, which states, All elections shall be free and equal. Having over 70 locations, which is roughly 30% of all of Maricopa County's voting centers compromised, not working, or inoperable, violates the Arizona Constitution. This election was not fair or equal in access to voting rights, and these damages were indeed outcome determinative. What happened on election day in Maricopa County was a violation of the voters' equal protection rights, their First Amendment rights, and their voting rights. Moreover, Maricopa County election officials lied to voters when they instructed them to check out and check back in at another polling location to vote. Nowhere in the Arizona Elections Manual does it say that this is an option or a solution. In fact, once someone checks in, whether they voted or not, they can't leave and go to another polling location because it would be considered double voting, as there is no way to determine if the voter didn't vote at two polling locations. For this reason alone, this election should be annulled and redone. If this was not bad enough, it has been revealed that the chairman of the Board of Supervisors, Bill Gates, along with the Maricopa County recorder, Stephen Richer, started a political action committee, a PAC, on November 17th of 2021 called the Pro-Democracy Republicans of Arizona, which was designed specifically to recruit, train, and run candidates that do not question the validity of the previous election in 2020. And I'll just add my own words in here. Remember, the Arizona Republican Party is John McCain. This is a huge conflict of interest, at the least, and shows a clear bias against all candidates that hold an opposing view. Imagine that those tasked with conducting free and fair, non-biased elections were overseeing the election of candidates whom they publicly disapproved of and actively sought to defeat. So how do we fix this and get a new election? This is the important part, folks. When it comes to election cases... Most judges shy away from them because they don't want to be seen as meddlesome or subject themselves to being the person who decides elections. Uh, and, and I'll give you Dred Scott and, and the Civil War. This is why they rarely get involved in these types of cases. Typically, judges will refuse to take the case or dismiss it on the grounds that those filing the case 
do not have legal standing to do so. Even when there's ample amounts of evidence of malfeasance or fraud, as was the case in many of the lawsuits filed in 2020, most judges just simply refuse to even see the evidence. If these campaigns decide to file lawsuits, which they most certainly should do, they need to get past the standing objection that President Trump and his legal team in 2020 had difficulty doing. Hopefully these campaigns have learned the lessons of 2020, but if not, here is exactly how to do it. The key to post-election litigation must be argued on violation of laws, violations of rights, and violation of equal protection under those laws. The way to do this is through signed affidavits from at least 30,000 voters in Maricopa County. The amount of signed affidavits under the penalty of perjury must exceed the unofficial margin of victory in each race contested. Without these affidavits from voters who had their rights violated, judges will not be able to see the full impact of what occurred on Election Day. These affidavits must be filled out immediately and must be complete with full description of what the voters experienced, coupled with screenshots, images, videos, witnesses, etc. Time is of the essence here, essence here, and we only get one crack at this, so we better make it count. If you need a voter in Maricopa, if you are a voter in Maricopa County and you experience difficulty voting, we need to hear from you now. Don't wait or hesitate because it could be too late. Please go to www.savearizonanow.com and file your affidavit today. And understand, we're not asking for anybody to file anything that's not true. Uh, but I saw, I've seen a lot of the, the videos on the web of people that were jacked up like these people. So if that's you, well, yeah. please, please do this. Please note, all affidavits must also be notarized so that, so that they are official and will hold up in a court of law. Uh, I, I don't know what else to say, Ward. It's something I hope we can do this. No. I really do. Well, yeah, because, I mean, when when you consider 30 locations, wasn't that it? 30 locations had problems, or was 70, it 30%? 70 locations. It was 30%, 70 locations yeah. had problems, so it was 30% of the, the right. thing. So, yeah, I mean, just on that alone, you, you shouldn't, there, there doesn't have to be a whole lot of, okay, well, we got to get a whole bunch of people to say this. It's like, well, they've already admitted to this. The election committee admitted that there was these problems that existed in these 70 locations. So they're, if they're not saying that these things didn't happen, I, I don't understand how, how that becomes a defense. Okay, this happened, yeah. So if 70 or 30% but you know how, you know how their line always the is. voters are impacted. When, whenever uh, they say this, they never admit or they never say there was no voter fraud. They always say, well, it wasn't enough to change the, you know, the results of the election. Yeah, yeah there, there, there was a little bit. Yeah, yeah it, was, but it wasn't was. enough to impact anything. Right. Well, here's the thing. There, there's another way of doing this. Instead of having a recount, because that's you're just recounting the same. Have a new election. You, you either A, have a new election, or B, you have a forensic audit where they come in and they match. Is this person alive? 
Right. You know, do it that way. I mean, how can Find you sit there? How many these dead people, people argue? They argue that no, we don't want to clean the, the rolls. What? I mean, these people—they're telling yeah. you they're criminals. They're telling you exactly. And we put up with it. We put what, up with it with these. What people. is the benefit? That's the point. What is the benefit other than cheating of having dead people on your voting roll? And, and how do we have I mean, a population that half of it is okay with it? The character of our nation has changed. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Changed, man. I mean, well, these people you, you got will it. actively stand up and cheer. Cheating. It, it's sickening. It, it's sickening. It is. It, it's, it's the same as the officer corps in the military. Everything is collapsing. You know, well, you, if you go on... If you go on any social media after the election, it was the same thing. You know, I mean, as soon as they called the the race for uh, uh, Katie Hobbs, immediately everybody jumped on Carrie Lake. Right. I mean, there was uh, media places, you know, news organizations that just lined up to jump on her. And I hope that they do this recount. I hope she wins. And I hope she destroys those people. I do, too. And they go to jail. Did you see? She becomes the governor and they go to jail. Exactly. Oh, well, speaking of governor, did you see what Abbott did? He finally grew a set of balls and declared an invasion. Yeah, my. my, You see that? Yeah, I'm not sure what to think about that because, and, and I'll just tell you why because, you know, I have that new filter that I just got, the Why Now filter. You know, it's like. Damn, man! I mean, this has been happening for two years. You're just doing this now. Does it have? Is there any any timing? And I don't know if there is or not. It's just the first thing that came to my mind. It was like, damn. well, maybe it was he. Need, maybe he needed a Republican Congress. Maybe, yeah. So that the maybe maybe so that the Democratic Congress don't choke off money, or you, you don't know what it's going to be. But the fact that he's doing it at all is a plus. Yeah, no, um, I I agree with that. I I, I kind of wish. He would have sent those illegal immigrants to somewhere beside Philadelphia, but what are you going to do? He sent a couple buses to Philadelphia the other day. Got to make a point. <laughs> no, but it doesn't have to be in my state, man. Damn. <laughs> anyway, no, I, got I, mean, I, I got it. I do too. Yeah. I mean, but that's the thing. You got all these northern states that declared themselves. It's not just northern, but I mean, a lot of northern states declared themselves, you know, sanctuary cities. Now it's like, okay, well, here's some sanctuaries. Put yeah. up or shut up. Right. You know? So, and I'll tell you what, the and, people and, and, that are going to be the most pissed off, it's going to happen in a year or two when all these Democrats with no skills 
are going to be eating freaking bread sandwiches. You know, I mean, they're the ones that are, it's going to blow up in their face, uh, especially the ones that are making just barely enough not to get grub stubs and welfare. That's the people that's going to hurt. Well, then the, the same people are the ones that are running out and they voted for the Democrats because they were going to pay off their college loans. That's funny. I that, like that's that. why they said Gen Z, there was a big Gen Z turnout because, you know, they, they were voting because they wanted the Democrats to pay their student loans. And, and as soon as the election's over and the Democrats went, well, one more than they should have, it's, <laughs> that's unconstitutional. Can you believe? Right, we'll talk I'm, to you I'm, later. I'm watching this clock here. Can you believe that uh, these people are so tone deaf? I, I mean, we we just talked about FTX on Monday, and I'm not going to get too far into it because I don't understand it well enough. I had some people, you know, commenting on on Getter, which is fine, messaging me on Getter, and it was I, I start looking into it as too deep for me right now. I mean, I'll get to it, but I'm only. Uh, casual observer at this point. I, I saw that the Federal Reserve is starting their own digital uh, monetary thing, a 12-week uh, trial with the big banks in the United States. And there's people that are trying to link that with the FTX going down. And that part of it doesn't interest me as much as the part of the money, money laundering side. But even though that happened and that story broke, the White House is requesting nearly $40 billion in new funding from Congress to support Ukraine and an additional $10 billion for pandemic relief. The figure includes 20... They, they might. They might. $21.7 billion for defense purposes like equipment and military support, $14 billion in direct funding for Ukraine's government and humanitarian aid, $626 million in energy assistance as hard gas is up and 900 million for health care. Since the beginning of Putin's war, I would say since the beginning of Blinken's war, the United States has rallied the world to support Ukraine. Office of Management and Budget Director Shalanda Young wrote in a letter to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi requesting the funds. Together with strong bipartisan support in Congress, We've provided significant assistance that has been critical to Ukraine's success on the battlefield, and we cannot let that support run dry. And I'll tell you this, folks. Watch Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans. Because if they don't scream about this, this lame duck session until January is going to be devastating to the American people. They are going to spend so much money, they have to pay all their donors back, all the people that stuck their neck out for them, all the big tech people, it's going to be an orgy of spending unless we have Republicans that mean anything. Maybe they don't. I, 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 this is where the leverage kicks in. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it, this is basically an audition for, for McCarthy. It you is. know, it's like, okay, you, you want to be a speaker. You better start speaking now, man. Whoever wants this job better start speaking now and they better get, you know, they, they better start saber rattling or whatever it got to be because whoever does this, whoever pulls this off and keeps Nancy from spending another $200 billion, you're probably going to end up being the speaker to ask. Yeah. And, and let's, uh, let, let's, let's get back to elections just for a second. 
uh, Wisconsin. If you're listening from Wisconsin, Wisconsin, uh, you should thank Mike Lindell. You should send him a thank you tweet uh, because he funded an, an operation in Wisconsin that was able to beat back the election fraud enough so people could win like Ron Johnson in Wisconsin. Uh, let's listen to Mike Lindell. He was at the announcement at Mar-a-Lago uh, last night. Here we are live at Mar-a-Lago. Look at all the fake news from around the world. I just had a ball with them. Uh, talked to almost all of them. Uh, they asked me about uh, Ron DeSantis running against Donald Trump. And I said, after tonight, Ron will just endorse him in the morning. you got to believe that. Why would you want to waste all that time, energy, money, and everything else. So, very exciting here, and uh, I'm, I'm in my element with all the fake news, uh, doing interviews, and uh, the main thing is what? Melt down the machines and turn them into prison bars, and it's been pretty amazing. They've all listened. Now we'll see if they print these things about our stolen the midterms, elections, and uh, primaries, everything that was taken from us, and uh, um, it was funny because I was talking to a lot of them from overseas. One of them is from in uh, London, and uh, London's France here, and they told me that they do paper ballots hand-counted, and they don't have any problems. I'm going, wow, what a concept. I said, the rest of you journalists, are you listening to this? I said, you guys should learn from this and start printing what we have to do to save our country. So anyway, everybody, we'll, uh, we'll check in a little bit later. Um, here we are live from Mar-a-Lago. God bless you all. There you go, my man, Mike Lindell. He's <laughs> he's something else. I'll, I'll tell you, yeah, uh, we uh, we talked uh, on Monday about the highest priority that the United States Senate had, the leaders in the Senate, uh, was codifying homosexual marriage. Uh, not really sure how interracial marriage got into that same bill because that was always legal. I mean, I had an interracial marriage. I was married to a Puerto Rican woman. Gave me my beautiful children, you know. So I, I didn't even know that was an issue. But apparently, uh, the Senate uh, Republicans well, did think it was an issue. Well, that's one of the things that they got to do for the inclusion, Hutch. I guess it's not. You know. Uh, you know. Every definition I ever read of marriage was between a man and a woman. Exactly. Now I don't th- didn't mention now, race. If, I mean, no, no, no. And and, and my thing is. If two people, you know, two gay people want to get together, that's whatever. And and you want to split the bills and you want to be able to be on each other's insurance, that's fine. That's all that does. That's all that does. Now, the fact that they say that they're protecting marriage and blah, blah, blah. No, they're protecting your ability to to be on each other's insurance because that's all that does. And, and, and let's get, let's and, get and the fact that they let, use let, the word marriage. Let's not even go. Well, down, that's my let's, problem let, with it. Let's not even go down the rabbit hole. You know, this is the United States Senate. We're bankrupt. No, exactly. As a country. We and have there's no so much fuel. more stuff to be. You're yeah. Going, there's so we much have more election, stuff to be focused on. We have elections that nobody believes anymore. You know, we are almost to a point where we have no first amendment. And, and this is what these idiots waste their time on. The Senate today voted. Now, remember, it's a split Senate, 50-50 or whatever it is. It's close. The Republicans in this uh, in the Senate on Wednesday voted 62 to 37 to advance a bill that would protect same-sex marriage. 
the Senate voted to open debate on a bill that will codify homosexual marriage. Uh, and and here's, the, here's the thing about this. This is Mitch McConnell. This is Mitch. They could have tabled this until the House was Republican. And they wouldn't even have brought this bill up. But no, no. John Thune and John Cornyn and Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham had to bring this forward. And they kept, Lindsey Graham kept his gay name off of it. Here are the Republicans who voted with the Democrats. Write them down. Roy Blunt, Missouri, retiring. Richard Burr, North Carolina, retiring. Shelley Moore Capito, West Virginia. Joni Erst, Iowa. Cynthia Lummis, Wyoming. Boy, that Wyoming something, isn't it? Lisa Murkowski, yeah, it Alaska. Rob Portman, Ohio, who is retiring. Dan Sullivan, Alaska. Mitt Romney. You, I didn't know homosexuality was a big thing with Mormons, Ward. Didn't know that. Apparently no, it is. No, no, it's not. Well, apparently it's whoever's paying his bills. I guess. You know. Tom Tillis, you know, always North looked, Carolina. He, he always looked kind of gay to me. He, he did. And Todd Young, yeah, m- Indiana. Mitt m- might be in the closet, too. He might be. He, he, he keeps his he, hair he did. He looks like, you know. Keeps his hair did. Hey, not, not that there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you, you do what you got to do, brother. But, yeah, he, he, he does look like he'd uh, swallow the sword. <laughs> not the baloney pony. Uh, anyway, Senator... Tommy Tuberville, who replaced, didn't he replace uh, Jefferson Beauregard Sessions, the traitor? Wasn't yes, he did. Tommy Tuberville. In fact, he was, yeah, Tuberville coach? was, uh, tr- yeah, he was Trump's buddy. Yeah, football coach. You yeah. know, one, one of the ones that, one of the MAGA Republicans that, that could never win because uh, we don't want yeah. extremists. Let's listen to uh, Senator Tuberville. So here we go, Senator. Uh, Your reaction. Are you going to back Trump for 2024? 100 percent. You know, you look at what he did, Maria, before he was uh, kicked out of office. He he had this country going in the right direction. He's not a politician. He stood up to the the mainstream media. They don't like him. Uh, I can understand that. But he stood up for the American people. Look where we're at now. I've been up for two years since President Trump lost. This is devastating. Uh, We just elected this group to run this country again for two more years. We're getting ready. If we're not already in a recession, it's getting ready to get really bad. You can't run a country or uh, this entire planet without fossil fuels, but they're hard-headed enough to try to get it done. The American people elected the Democrats to run run the government again for two more years. This will be devastating because the replications of what's going to happen, a lot of money's out there. They flushed five, six trillion dollars over our budget into the economy. People felt good about that. They had money in their pocket. Money's not going to be in their pocket here in a couple of years, and it's going to get really rough. Yeah, well, so that, that reflects what I was saying, Ward. It, it, this next two years, it's going to be, uh, we've already lived through it. We lived through the 70s. We lived through the, uh, what they call it, the misery index of Jimmy Carter, when our parents yeah. and, and our uncles and aunts were paying up to 20% interest for loans. I mean, that yeah. was real. 
That was real. People were buying $20,000 homes for $150,000 in the end. That really happened. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they were, they were buying raggedy-ass used cars, remember? I mean, body shops were kicking butt back in the day. I used to own one. And everything was Bondo, man. That's right. It was plastic. <laughs> And it probably, yeah. I mean, you know, and these, these people have no idea. They have no clue. I mean, it's going to get real. I, 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 and I'll tell you, I, I really, I am glad for the little, I mean, it wasn't even maximum pain, but I'm glad for the pain that I endured when I was younger because I can do this myself. I can do this. I can bring my family through this. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of people that aren't going to be able to, they're going to, they're going to be mental mental health cases. You know, I, I mean well, it. I mean, it, it it can get when you when you go when you bring everything together. When you can't afford what you want to buy on the one hand, and what you want to buy is not in the grocery store anyway. On the other hand, uh, and all of a sudden, you know, you got to eat spaghetti four times a week. You know, it, that that can do things to your mind if you're not strong. Well, add to that the fact that there's a lot of people that are having mental health problems following the pandemic since the lockdown where where they were, you know, forced into isolation for for so long that 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 is going to be playing a part. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. I mean, and it's the same as the, the impact that it's had on kids and their learning. I mean, the, the kids that uh, had to go through home learning or whatever you want, remote learning, uh, their scores are terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and all they the weren't course, good. They I mean, weren't and, good on the best day. They weren't good. No, we, they were, weren't, we were they behind Chinese kids uh, for the last 20 years. Well, and the reason is, instead of teaching our kids math, we're teaching them that they Social have justice. they can choose their pronoun. Exactly, you can choose your pronoun. You could be, you know, he, she, it, what, whatever. You know, Rocky Mountain Panda, hey. and that's okay. Hey, hey I want to, I want to play that. This is, this is my favorite clip of the month. You talk about the pronouns, and that's what triggered me. Uh, this <laughs> is, this is a guy in Harris County, Texas. Right, and he's a black guy, and he's going to use the N word. Just saying, I don't give a damn if he does or not, but he's gonna. And I know there's some people out there that are, you know, under forty that that might blow him up, but uh, I, it doesn't blow me up. Uh, so I'm going to play it. But this is when you said the pronouns. This is what we need to do, ladies and gentlemen. This is they are stealing this country right in front of us, and we need more men to do what this guy did down in Texas. This is Harris County, Texas. Listen to this. He's my commissioner. You're not going to sit there. I saw your demeanor change when I walked in the door. You know why you're not going to sit there? Because I know more than everybody in here about what you're doing in my district. I know how you manufacture votes. 
I know how you leave the votes in the machines. I know how you do it. And the thing is, we're not crazy. We're not crazy. We're not, if I go outside of this building and I run a stop sign, I'm going to get stopped. They're going to ask me for what they need to ask me for. If I have warrants, I go to jail. Right? Your election administrator can violate the law and nothing is done. You can't ask the DA to do anything about these people because the voter harvesters worked on her campaign. Yeah. Oh, they want to talk. See, when I come in the building, I can change the atmosphere. I'm the weatherman. <laughs> because I know what's going on. And they don't have the guts to stop me. They won't threaten me. I wish you would. Do you know what my pronouns are? I wish a would. <laughs> Those are my pronouns. And I stand for everybody in here, yes. everybody in the county. Yes, so sir. I'm going to read you something that came to me during early voting from a election judge, Democratic election judge on October 30th at 1212 p.m. They came by about 3 p.m. to pick up the ballots. My bag can hold 3,000. So my monitor down there with the numbers, they sent me an email to call and request for ballot bag replacement. I did not call them. Why was those ballots moved? Why did they move those machines in the middle of the day? You know why they moved those machines in the middle of the day? Because they manipulated those votes. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna say it in here, and I got I got a little time because we all in the same family. Yes, sir. And I ain't gonna hide nothing from what I feel is the worst criminal that I've ever laid eyes on in two years, Mr. Ellis, and I know you back there watching me. It's me versus you, and I'm going to drag you like a Persian rug. I'm going to drag you like And guess what? I can call. I know y'all, they made y'all do something a few weeks ago where you removed a man and all that. I can call him a clown. I can call him whatever I want to call him, according to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. Where I won three hundred thousand against HIV for trying to restrict my speech. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you what we ain't gonna do. As long as I don't curse him out, and as long as I don't threaten him, I can say what I want. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We sick and tired of that nigga there. <laughs> we sick and tired of him. And guess what? It's gonna be us to take that Negro out that seat. Tell him I said that. We can do it, ladies and gentlemen. We can do it. We just got to have some courage. We got to go to these meetings and call these people out. He won out $300,000. He went to court. You know, that, that's my favorite clip of the, of the month. Where, uh, Bubba says Harris County is just west of Chambers County where I live, and Houston is in Harris County. Thank you very much, Bubba. Uh, I saw that, and I was like, "Woo, that's something there. We can fight back. 412-206-6208 if you want to enter Dr. Ward Miller's uh, trivia or quotation contest. Uh, that's just uh, 
prerequisite. But if you want to say something, give us a call, and we can go into that. Let's go to uh, one of the one of the things that uh, I, I don't like this amnesty thing, you know, and and then you know the and, and it is a replacement. Operation. They are trying to replace Americans, white and black and Hispanic Americans, with third world peasants that they think they're so racist that they think they can maneuver and manipulate these people to do whatever they want to do. Listen to Senator, Senate Majority, go ahead. No, you're right. I I mean, no, and you're absolutely right. That's exactly what they want. But I think the problem that they're having is. The people that they're replacing them with don't like the the trans testicle stuff. They don't like you having you know uh, transvestites parading in front of little kids. They don't like that. So even when they're saying, "Okay, well these people are going to replace the Republicans, we'll just get more of them." Yeah. They don't like your style. They don't and, like they don't and, like murdering babies. And, and guess what? They're not only replacing us. They're literally replacing low-income Americans, a lot of whom which are non-white. You're the people that ought to really wake up because the jobs are going to the lowest bidder, and they're going to bid lower than you because they don't even have running water. And I'll tell you, I was in Honduras in the 80s, and one thing that stuck out to me, and I still have a couple pictures in my scrapbook, in the middle of the jungle, man, a church with a dirt floor, but with a sanctuary and an altar. I mean, they're religious people. Yeah. And, and, and you know, you, 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 you push this homosexual narrative on our children, and then you wonder why we're not producing. And then you use the fact that we're not producing to promote amnesty and illegal immigration. Chuck Schumer. Now more than ever, we're short of workers. Uh, We have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers and all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here. That's sick to me. And, and, and if you watch the clip, if you go to the video three page and you watch the clip on SteelCityResistance.com, uh, he's surrounded by third world people. You know, there's not a white or a black guy in that group. He he's totally exploits them. Totally he, decided yeah, it to bring. Yeah. He panders to the crowd. Absolutely. But here's the problem. You know, to, that is so disingenuous to say we have a population that's not reproducing. This is coming from the party that says we need to murder babies. Exactly. 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 That, exactly. That is, that, is, that is exactly who they are. They're it the is. ones saying we got to murder more babies. You, you mean we can't murder? We, wait a second. We got to murder them. We got to murder more of them. And we, we got to be able to go later. Oh, we can be able to go right up until the time of birth. It's sick. It's sickening. It is sickening. It absolutely is. And now it's time for. Uh-oh, guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? 
<laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Hump day headlines. Technical difficulties have occurred with the hosts of this podcast. Please do not adjust your broadband connection. Thank and you. And let's welcome Marlene from Eugene, Oregon. Hello, Marlene. Welcome to Hump Day Headlines. Hello, Ash. Hello, Ward. Hey, Marlene. Okay. Hey there. Quick question. Quotes or, tri- or trivia? I'm going to try a quote this time. Try a quote this time. Okay. Yeah. Here is the quote. Here's something to think about. How come you never see a headline like Psychic Wins Lottery? Uh, Here's something to think about. How come you never see a headline like Psychic Wins Lottery? Chat room? Oh, boy. I'm watching it. I don't see anything yet. Uh, we're waiting. There's a 30-second delay. Uh, we will uh, do 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 because this is a, uh, a par- participatory uh, event, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just listening to the show. Jack says George um, Carlin. No. Okay. Jack, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, Jack's close. It's not Carlin, though. Here's something to think um, about. How come you never see a headline like Psychic Wins Lottery? Richard Pryor? Steve yeah, Martin. Close, but Steve no Martin. cigar. Nope. Okay, give and it up. The winner is Jay Leno. Jay Leno. Oh, I picked okay. that one, uh, and I picked Jay Leno because uh, God bless him. I uh, hope he gets well. Yeah, tough week. Uh, based on you know, he, yeah, he had a tough week. He caught fire. Um, so, oh my God. Uh, you know, yeah, he third degree burns. He he got he uh, he was working on an engine in his garage, and oh boy. Uh, apparently it start it sprayed gas on him, and at the same time something sparked, and yeah, he got- went up. I gotta throw uh, a, I gotta throw a, I gotta throw a little chat room, a little VFW drama in there. Uh, <laughs> Ray, Ray says fighting back, my brother, whoop whoop, and then fighting back comes back. Uh, Rayford, I'm a woman, so she knows the definition of woman. Uh, just just wanted to throw that out there. But <laughs> Rocky says flaming J. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> anyway, all right, Marlene, what's on your mind, ma'am? Oh well, let's see. Um, you were right about the uh, the feds. They, they really do want to. Uh, they're working on trying to create a new digital currency. Oh yeah, I'm always right. Uh, really. You are, and I've <laughs> I've heard that in other places. <laughs> That's something I want you to stay away from. And I would suggest staying away from. I, I, I do too, but I, I, forgive me for not trusting big tech. Uh, or I don't. No, uh, you shouldn't trust big. I tech. don't trust anybody anymore. Man, I swear to God, I don't. And, and, and that's a shame. Well, I mean, the thing is, you look at what just happened with that FTX, right? I oh, mean, yeah. it wasn't it, it wasn't just you know little people that that threw a couple hundred bucks in. I mean, right. they, they got Tom Brady, they got Shaq. I mean, and they oh, got them God. for a lot of money. So, wow. you know, because I, I know at one point Tom Brady was big into the Bitcoin stuff. Because in fact, if you remember, when he, he lost threw, a ton through one of it, he, yeah. But I mean, if you remember, he he broke some record 
that he uh, – I don't remember if it was most touchdowns, whatever. And the guy that had the ball, he gave him a Bitcoin, which was at that point valued at a couple thousand dollars. Or yeah. And mm-hmm. – but was that with FTX? I mean, that that's just – the That's big, thing with, the big thing with FTX to me is the money laundering side of it. I mean, one of the things you're going to see. But it was see, still a Ponzi scheme. It was. No, you know, no, on, on the guy, about, right. It was. It was. Yeah, they're not even talking about the Bernie Mazoff aspect of it. I mean that that's another that's a I mean there's a couple different aspects of it. One is he was ripping people off, getting them to give him money and only paying out when they said hey I want to cash in a bitcoin he'd give them a little bit of money and he kept bringing his money in the same way Maz- Maslow did or Madoff oh, Bernie Madoff Madoff Yeah whatever is, am I pronouncing it wrong is it Madoff um, Madoff I think it is Madoff it, no it's like okay, it's like anyway, you said before what? it's 1943925 convict number okay. Yeah exactly well he, I think he died in fact did he anyway yeah, I think anyway, he died. Yeah. But I mean, it's still Ponzi, right? You know, mm-hmm. so that that's that. Mar- Marlene's chomping at. She's chomping. Marlene's chomping at the bit. Go ahead, go ahead, Marlene. I know. Okay, I guess I was going to give my thoughts on a little bit. I'm not going to too much detail, but uh, listening to our real president last night, yeah, was very encouraging. I agree. And uh, some of the, some of the things that I think kind of I really like was that. Uh, he was going to, whether these will actually come about, we don't know, but I'm hoping so. Uh, death, death penalty to drug dealers, Let's at see. least the uh, high level ones anyway, that's going to have to be worked out. Uh, term limits, which I've wanted for a long time. No lobbying once you're out of Congress, and no insider stock trading. I agree I with most of those. About that. I, I agree with most mm-hmm. of those. And, and I'll just tell yeah. you that. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to do this. Uh, I, I'm not for any more federal crimes. Um, okay. and, and, and the reason I say that, um, if, if if in Oregon they want to fix their laws to where certain people get the death penalty, I think that's what you should do. When When you have a federal behemoth that can't even run elections, Okay. And, and isn't it, it scares me, Marlene? Is, is all I'm saying. I I agree well, with the sentiment, but right. I do yeah, not agree. Is, Go ahead, Ward. Well, you're right. The concept behind it is a great idea. However, uh, the and I agree with Hutch. It's it's the same as the abortion thing. It's Roe versus Wade. The the, the right. federal government doesn't need any part of that. The states no. should be making those decisions. We should not and have one. Federal penitentiary in the United States of America. We should tear them all down. There should not be federal crimes. I mean, I I, I mean, like, like there could be some, but they should be so few that we dealt with them the way we did in the first 200 years of the United States of America. And the federal government paid a subsidy to the state government to incarcerate these people. We shouldn't have federal prisons. And the reason I say that is because we have President Joe Biden and right. we have Mitch McConnell and we have Kevin McCarthy and they could plant yeah. drugs on me and we have Chris Ray and we have Garrett Merrick mm-hmm. Garland. 
So they could come plant something in my car out in the driveway and kick my door down and kill me. And, 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 and I don't, first, I don't think we have enough yeah. character to stop that. And the other side of that also is that it, you're never going – look at our history. And I'm not trying to, to, to smack back on you, Marlene. I'm really not. I, I just This is just something okay. that I feel like it's one of those issues that's emotional. And I've lost two people to fentanyl close to me. I remember – yeah. And, and, I, you just reminded me of that. I remember you saying something about that in the way back, way back when. Yeah, but 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 the thing is, is that you can never outlaw a commodity that people want. For instance, alcohol. Alcohol yeah. provided the catalyst to make the Italian mafia more powerful than U.S. steel in its day. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's it just that, that's just my angle on it. I agree with okay. harsh punishments and stuff like that, but Donald mm-hmm. Trump, man, get off of that, man. Just just uh, I, I got you. You talk to Xi Jinping. I don't really want America to be like China. You know I what mean, I'm saying? I don't either, but <laughs> that's yeah. all I'm saying. I, I mean, I it wasn't a big deal. It's, it, it's just that uh, yeah. uh, I, I get nervous. I, I don't trust. The, the people in the federal government. I mean, that's just uh, no, unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I don't know if I do either, but that's another story for another day. Uh, I'm also hoping that we will actually finish the wall and that we will get back to energy independence. I Me think those are more reasonable goals. Oh, I, absolutely. Those, I think, can be done. And, and I, I, you know how you can fix the, 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 the energy thing? Just start drilling. Yeah. Exactly, that's all it'll take. Just will. start drilling again. Well, somebody in Texas is going to have to grow a set and say, I don't care about that executive order, and we're going to mm-hmm. provide energy for the country. Same with Pennsylvania. Right. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. let's bootleg, bootleg it if we have to, whatever. Hey, why not? You know? I guess that's what going to get to. I mean, yeah. I was going to say, I'm kind of in closing here. Um, I think it was, I think it was Monday. Anyway, you were talking about how, um, Back when we were kids, the thought of doing any kind of drugs like heroin or cocaine and all that stuff, that just was verboten, period. I mean, it, like, like yeah. I'm not going to lie to you, right? <laughs> That's why I'll never, I run, for, never run for office. Uh, I, I, wasn't a, I wasn't a good kid all the time. I got well, hey, I wasn't either a good girl all the time either, actually. You know, and, and, <laughs> and, 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 and uh, they scared me. And God bless my gym teacher, man, because back yeah. in the day, the gym teacher was the man. I mean, I didn't have a female gym teacher. I had a guy, and I was scared of him, and he scared the shit mm-hmm. out of me about heroin. Right. And, and the Vietnam right. War was going on, and, right. I mean, people were walking the streets that were stoned on heroin. And mm-hmm. he, he scared the hell out of all of us, and I still, to this day, don't know any of my friends that were in my grade that did, and, and I'm going to tell you the truth, ladies and gentlemen. I'm 61 years old, and we did everything else, but we did not do heroin because we were terrified of it. Yeah. To this day, I'm still true. terrified I, of it. And, and I the thing never, is, I mean, people, I, oh, people should be. People should be yeah. terrified of it. It's a terribly addictive, murderous drug. I mean, and it's the same as fentanyl. Everybody says fentanyl is this new thing. That's different than that. No, it's an opioid. It's the same thing. 
It's a little bit more addictive well, and a little bit more synthetic and fatal, but so is heroin. Oh, it's way, it, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, heroin is extremely fatal, but fentanyl is is like heroin on steroids. And that's that's exactly fentanyl what it is. It's is, like heroin. It's an opioid. Oh, absolutely. It, it's heroin on steroids. I mean, it, I mean, it'll absorb through your skin if you handle it with your, you know, your bare hands. There were there's cases of police officers that pick it that's up true. with their hands and end up ODing. Right. Oh no, that's horrible. I did have a friend back in college told me, he said, Marlene, don't you, you know, stay away from the needles. I thought that was some very wise. That was the advice. other thing. I would never shoot. I would never stick myself with a needle. That was the other I'm thing, too. No way. But two, like people, uh-uh. two people I know smoked fentanyl and died. Or no, not smoked. Oh snorted it. Snorted it. Crushed up the pills and Ew. snorted it. Yeah. You know, and both died. You know, both yeah. were in my house a it's lot. Sad thing, and then you see these these idiots. They're bringing in fentanyl that looks like candy to yeah. give it to the younger kids. No, 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 no. Right. And, and, and let's not let's not sit here and act like Mexico is the only culprit. This is why not the only FBI culprit. China that, is, is the big. Yeah, that, that's yeah, right. FBI. That's right. FBI. China, that that Hunter Biden. Through. That Hunter Biden laptop is so important because the, the president is owned by China. Yeah, it's he running through China. China. It's coming from China through they're Mexico. They're making it. And it's an act of war. Yeah, they're not, exactly. yeah, they're not making that in Mexico. It's Mexico's an act of, setting it's, up the wheel. No, it's an act China. of war just like TikTok is an act of war. Just like turning right, our right, kids right, homosexual right. is an act of war. It's all an act uh-huh. of war. Wake up, folks. All right, Marlene, final comments. I got someone else online. Oh, I guess final comments. Um, I When Mike Lindell was talking earlier in that clip, I really wish the United States would go back to what he was saying. Paper ballots, no more of these, no more mail-in ballot crap. Voter ID and all. And get the counting done in one day. You can get it done before midnight, folks. We used to. It used to happen. I know. All right, Marlene, thanks for calling. Always appreciate it. You're welcome, All right, Marlene from Eugene, Oregon. Let's go. To area code five six two, uh, who do we got, and where are you calling from? Good evening, Hutch. How are you doing? Doing great. Doing great. Yeah, just out here in Long Beach. I just want to throw in my opinion, and you know how Justin is. But I've been doing my research, and I've seen a lot of snitches and stories, and where there's all these billions of dollars we were sending over to Ukraine going. Well. It, Here's what the DC companies have been doing is putting it into a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin. And then Mr. President over in Ukraine sends it right back to the Democrats here in uh, the United States. After he skims a little bit. With all this talk and all these snitches going around talking about it online. The, the commies got scared and said, you know what, we need to make up a story and cover our butts and Maybe it'll take their uh, their attraction, distract them from what's going on with these uh, fake uh, elections we got going on. So, in my opinion, there is no human being named Sam Bankman, whatever it was. It's all a big fairy tale they made up to cover their butts, what they were really doing with the billions they're sending over to Ukraine. 
and they decided to post it. And we haven't learned yet, have we? They call it fake news because you don't pay any attention to it when it's broadcast. But here's everybody talking about FTX. Oh, I don't want to do, I'll never do Bitcoin. That's exactly what they want you to think. Don't fall for it. So you're not, you're not afraid of it at all? Oh, no. They want you, here's, here's what's going on in what I've seen in research. You know what the central bank, the Federal Reserve, is planning to do in two weeks? They're going to start promoting their CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currency. Oh, they already did that. They did it yesterday. They started a 12-week oh, they pilot program with all the major banks. And, and I don't have them in front they, of me. I'd they list want them. control of it. Right, right. And that, that, that scares me. But that central bank digital currency, that's not Bitcoin. Right. That's U.S. dollar. Yeah, I mean, it would be competing with Bitcoin, but what they're saying is that they would be controlling the, the uh, I guess, the Bitcoin mining. Hey, right? So they're going to oversee it so that what happened with FTX doesn't happen again. That see, that's what that's the idea behind it is. We're going to make you scared of this, and then we're going to come in and we're going to protect you. So, our, exactly. to protect you, we're going to make sure that everything's cool with it. So let me. <laughs> I hate when that happens. <laughs> so let me let what me just. That's John's phone's ringing. You're vibrating in my ear. <laughs> so let me just make sure this is right because I got a way to do this now. This is John V, right? That's all I had to say. This is hold on before you leave. This is John V, right? This is you're, you're John V, right? All right, that ain't gonna work. All right, thank you for calling. Appreciate it. See, we're over to Target Ward. I don't know what's going on here. I think that was John V. <laughs> I think it was. And didn't he say he was from Long Beach? Yes. All right, so I, I got to fix that at the end. Let me go back to the chat room. Uh, no, he said it's not me. Okay, so it's not John V. So whoever is listening to the show that just called me, uh, give me uh, get in the chat room and tell me who you are so I can fix my my contacts list. I have a way to do that now. It took me a way to uh, a while to. To figure it out, uh, <laughs> Rocky says, "Will you accept the collect call from Chris Ray?" <laughs> we ain't accepting uh, a collect call from nobody. You ain't lying, man. Uh, unless it's Bitcoin. <laughs> okay, that was Justin. All right, yeah. Justin says it was Justin. Okay, so it's Justin time and, and from Long Beach, Cal. How the hell do you live in Long you Beach? Know, you know what, though, man, we we didn't get a quote or or oh, I, well, it was uh, it was hard to deal with. No. Yeah, all right. So just so, throw one out there right. to the chat room. Throw one out there to the chat room. They're 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 in the game. They're listening. We got ten minutes left. Uh, throw some stuff out there, and then if not, all right. We'll, we'll go with the quote first, and then we'll go to a trivia. All right. The, all the, right. the quote is: "The time you enjoy wasting is not wasted." Who said? I like the that. time you enjoy wasting is not wasted. That sounds like 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 Roseanne's husband. What was his name? I don't even remember his name anymore. What what a shame. John that Goodman? Was. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Like, that, what was that, a shame was the way that they turned their back on her after she gave them their career. Every one of them. I know. I know. Um, it, it, it's something. History we'll, B says we'll Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett. No. Burt Reynolds. Bart. Jack said Burt Reynolds. No. The time you waste, the time you enjoy wasting is not wasting. Flip Wilson. <laughs> I the swear I'm going to go find me Flip Wilson. It. The devil I'm going to find me a, some Flip Wilson quotes just for Hutch. No, the answer would be John Lennon from the Beatles. The communist. time you enjoy wasting is not wasted. <laughs> he was actually a George Republican. Burns. I don't know how after he wrote that he Imagine a, song. He, he, they said he vote, actually voted Republican. Really? All yeah. Right. All right. Do another one, man. Do another one. I, I like these. No, you another know what? Quote? No, 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 no. Not a quote. Do a, do a trivia. All right. A trivia. In ancient Greece, throwing an apple at someone was a declaration of what? <laughs> In know. ancient Rome... Throwing an apple at someone was a declaration of what? History said Lenin was a rhino Republican then. Uh. <laughs> Maybe. I'm just saying. And it was an interesting quote. You even said it was an interesting it quote. Was. No, it was. No. In ancient Greece, throwing an apple at somebody was a declaration of what? History be for the win. Your love for them. The answer is love. In ancient Greece, throwing an apple at a woman was seen as a marriage proposal. All right. There we have it. And, and history be for the win. There you go. So I, I got a little bit of history, or a little bit of uh, trivia. And usually... Bring it on. Trivia is worthless, but I'll, I'll give you some some trivia you can use. <laughs> That's why it's called trivia, Hutch, because it's worthless. <laughs> I know, I know, right? The interstate highway system, copied by President Eisenhower after dominating Europe and noticing their Audubon system created our inter, our interstate highway system. And it's very useful if you know this information. This isn't like Cliff Clavin. You can actually use this information. Every interstate, the major interstates in the country, that's the two-digit interstates, the odd interstates are north and south, and the even-numbered interstates are east and west. So that can help you right off the bat, just by knowing that. A lot of people don't know that. And then you have bypasses. You have, And you have to remember that the system was set up in the 50s. Uh, and so, like, for instance, Pittsburgh was a real city in the 50s with almost a million people, and we don't have that anymore. Detroit, the same way. So you have interstates that have three digits that bypass urban enclaves. Like, for instance, in Pittsburgh, we have two interstates. We have I-79, and we have I-76. 79 is north and south. 76, also called the Pennsylvania Turnpike, is east and west. But you have bypasses that are named for the interstates. You have 376, which takes you around Pittsburgh. You have 576, 
that takes you around Pittsburgh. And you have 279 that takes you around Pittsburgh on 79 on the north and south routes. And you have 279, which we call our parkway. So that's just a little interstate trivia. And, and, and the east-west-north-south uh, paradigm does not include the bypasses. The bypasses are named after the two-digit interstates, but they normally go in a circle. So they're not really, even though they have east and west, they're not really east and west. They're circular. Here endeth the there, lesson. There's also, but there's also a thing where every so many miles it has to be straight so that they can land airplanes. Absolutely did correct, you know and I did because I was on a fire department and in Route 81, the north and south uh, central Pennsylvania interstate, we landed a chopper right on the interstate so they could take the uh, accident victims out. But they can actually land and take off airplanes but to your in, point, in a time right. of war. You're right. To your point, yeah. and that was the part that Eisenhower copied off of the German Audubon yeah. system, you know, which was pretty amazing, by the way. And I can't believe we didn't get to any. Well, can I? Can I? Can I? Get one of these in. Personal foul. Airport staff find gun inside raw chicken. A passenger tried a novel way to sneak a gun with him as they traveled. Stick it inside a raw chicken. An airline passenger in Florida tried a novel way to sneak a gun with him as he traveled. Stick it inside a raw chicken. TSA administration suspected foul play when they found the gun at the Fort Lauderdale Airport, according to Fox, they tweeted, listen to this tweet, they tweeted about the bizarre discovery. There's a personal foul here. Our, our officers at FLL Flyer made this very raw find. We hate to break it to you, but stuffing a firearm in your holiday bird for travel is just a waste of time. <laughs> Come on, man! You gotta do better than that. Wow, we got a show here. Wow, holy, holy, holy puns, Batman! I know. Um, that holy was terrible. Sparkles. But <laughs> I, I'm still kind of shocked. It, it, okay, so you have this chicken carcass that you have a gun stuffed into. <laughs> how, how are you carrying this? I, I, I don't understand. Right. I mean, is it like I, I, folded up and, and it's in your suitcase? Uh, or, or you just like, you know, you're you're carrying a raw chicken in your carry on, you know, in your in, on your hand. What what the hell? I don't. I don't I, understand. I, I don't be knowing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm a, you know, I, that's something I would have never thought of. Though, hey, let's we're gonna smuggle this this gun. What are we gonna do? Let's just stick it in this chicken. They'll never yeah. look in the chicken. They never look in the chicken. Stick it in the chicken. I was in Charlotte. I think it was Charlotte, Charlotte, South Carolina. And I'm in the airport. And Charlotte is the airport that out-commerced Greater Pittsburgh International Communist Airport and took all of our business to Charlotte. It was the one that U.S. Air, I don't know what it's called now, U.S. Airlines? Or what? It was U.S. Air. No, no, it was U.S. Air. I, I think American bought them. I, I I don't know what it was, but it was a big it yeah. was a big airline, and their hub was here, 
They had two hubs. They had one yeah. in Pittsburgh and one in D.C. Oh, yeah. And, it was U.S. Air that was here that, that had the big hub. Yeah. And Charlotte took it, right? So I'm down in Charlotte yep. uh, on a connecting flight for somewhere. And they've got this big display with all of the weapons and shit that they've confiscated. We got some stupid people in America. I hate to say that. I, I don't like it. I don't like saying that. But, man, it's true, man. Dude had a hand grenade. You know what I mean? I mean they have this big display. It's like it's like five feet wide and four feet long and well, encased, encapsulated. And there's pistols and rifles and Uzis. And people bring the craziest stuff to oh, airports. Yeah. Well, they, they have a... a, a at Greater Pitt, they have a uh, a big. Um, it's like plexiglass, but it's, it looks like a for, column. Plexiglass, yeah, yeah, and they just kept throwing, and it's like they just keep throwing in all the stuff that they find. And yeah. there's knives in there, and box cutters, and like you said, <laughs> there's hand grenades and pistols. And I'm like, there was an Uzi. Right, I can understand. I, I can understand somebody who who like like a cop that carries a gun all the time or whatever. And he has his, his gun on him and he, Oh shit. I brought it with me. Right. I can see that, but all right, I got a hand grenade. <laughs> you don't accidentally have a hand grenade in your pocket. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, well, I'm going to go to the airport. Let me get my, my lucky hand grenade to take with me. Man. I, I'll tell you, there was only I, a few times that, and, and I was in the United States army for a long time. And there was only a couple times, two, that I had live hand grenades. Dude, I was scared Were to walk wrong. you trying to take them to the airport? No, I was scared to walk wrong. You know what I mean? It's like I got this bomb that's right next to my kidney. You know what I mean? It's I'm like, trying not to jiggle it. Yeah. I'm doing everything you know, in my power not to jiggle it. I'm trying walk. to be smooth. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, don't let me hit any holes or anything, you know? And, and plus... I was a track vehicle guy. So we're going, we're flying in the air and shit. Oh, man. No, uh, no, no, no. Don't bring grenades to the airport. Don't do that. Anyway, Ward, it's time. Your final comments, brother. Another great, uh, epic show. Uh, final comments and how can people get in touch with you? Hold it. Yeah, hold it. First, 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 hold it. My bad, Bubba. Is Charlotte in North Carolina? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. Yes, it is. It's okay. actually on the border. My bad, brother. In, in fact, there's a. In fact, it, uh, there's a amusement park there called Carowinds. It's right on the North Carolina South Carolina border at Charlotte, and at and there's a line painted through the middle of the park, as to at one point you could be standing in North Carolina and then step across the line and you're in South Carolina. There you go. It's kind of like North, it's kind of like North Korea. Kind of, I thought that was kind of neat. Kind of like Pam Moon. Exactly. In North Korea. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's the DMZ. <laughs> uh, it's the DMZ of the Carolinas. There you go. All right. I, I, I can buy that. Continue, sir. Uh, no, great show. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I think we're going to be okay, man. Uh, we we got a lot too. of work to do. But we just got to roll our sleeves up, and that's what we do best. Just do our thing, and I, uh, I think everything's going to work. Uh, you can hit me up on Getter. I'm at Wordy22. I follow everybody back unless you have Chinese characters in your name. I'm, I'm on Twitter now every now I'm I'm more of a lurker on Twitter. I really don't say much. I'm just use it as a, kind of as a source. 
you know, I'll, I'll see what people are talking about. I'm using it kind of as a nerve center right now. If, if things start going crazy, I can keep track of it on Twitter, but for the most part, and I still have tweet deck. So there's that. There's that. So, I wish uh, I still had Twitter. They, 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 <laughs> Elon said, Nope, you can't come back on. Uh, Jack bailed me out though. He said, Charleston is South Carolina. And it was probably Charleston. Yes, it is. Cause I know I was Charleston is South Carolina. No, it's Charlotte. No, it, Charlotte's North Carolina Charlotte. and Charleston, South Carolina. Yes. Right. And Charlotte I, is where is where US Air went to. Charlotte. Well then it was then that, that's where I was then. Anyway, all right. Yes. It, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't I love all y'all. <laughs> you know, thanks for uh uh all the interaction, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, again, like I said, we almost hit five hundred comments. That's very big. Uh please take a couple minutes and go back and hit the like button. Uh, the little heart that's up there, that helps us out immensely. Uh, if you have resources and you enjoy the program, go to SteelCityResistance.com and become a Cold War Radio patron. You can see it off to the right in the column, or Rocky always places it in the chat room. Thanks to Rocky for moderating our chat room and keeping everybody uh, full of virtual beer and stuff that we do. Uh, we thank all of our new listeners. We would ask you to please share the show. Uh, that that's great, man. Thank, Sigmund, thank you, man, for doing that. Uh, great example of how we grow the audience. And, and as we go forward, and more dark money uh, is coming in and, and 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 victimizing susceptible new media outlets into selling themselves out. Uh, it becomes so important for us to be able to remain independent. Uh, and that's really what we are. I, I mean, I've lost lots of listeners over the years, and that, that's okay. That, that's fine. I, I, I'm not saying that everything that we say on here is right, but it is. That's uh, <laughs> a little arrogant, man. I, let, let me let me pull that back a little bit. We do our best. We do our best uh, with our opinions, and uh, they are opinions. But we bring you uh, facts as much as we can, uh, and. And this we may is, not be right, but we're never wrong. That's right. And if we are wrong, we'll tell you. We'll admit it. Exactly. I've done that several times. Three, I think, in the last 12. No, just kidding. Uh, if, if we're wrong, we're wrong. And it's not going to hurt our feelings to say that. Uh, but nope. we're, we're doing the best we can. And we love America. And name me somebody in the political realm that put himself in as much a line of fire that he didn't have to do as Donald J. Trump and his family. And that's really the starting point. That's the starting point of everything else. Why now? Why does this guy do this? It's not money. He's got the money. Anyway, I'm on, I'm Hutch Bailey Jr. on Getter and True Social and Facebook. Not as much on Facebook as I used to be. I want to thank everybody for coming out, especially the people that gave a call. Uh, thank you for letting us into your life for a couple hours, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back on Friday. You can catch me Monday to Thursday on the Wayne Dupree Show at noon on Getter, Rumble, a bunch of other places. Uh, but we'll be back on Friday. God bless. What's the song 
that is played where everybody is on the chair, everybody, at the, you know, uh, go, going to uh, the, uh, you know, my mind's going blank now. What's happening? What, what, I can't remember. I'm going to lose track. My mind's going blank now. What are you talking about? What the hell's going on here? Where the hell are you? My mind's going blank now. I can't remember. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. What am I doing here? My mind's going blank now. Where am I heading? I keep forgetting I'm president. Where am I? Last night on the, the television, uh, television, I was on a telephone, rapidly rising, uh, uh, and with, uh, with, uh, I don't know. COVID has taken more than 100 years. Look, here's lives reflected in the A-A-N-H-E-I, I-I-I-I-I. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foothill, we're going to seize the building that engaged of Putin's kleptocracy. NATO's purpose is defend against aggression. Let me make, let me make them let that near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to. Anyway, I'm my mind's going blank now. What's happening? What, what, I can't remember. Lose track. My mind's going blank now. What are you talking? About? What the hell's going on here? Where the hell are you? My mind's going blank now. I can't remember. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. What am I doing here? My mind's going blank now. I don't think as the idea that um, the um, the political coverage. I want to thank and recognize Dr. John John King King song King Good song. I can't get this to function at all. My mind's going blank now. Yeah.